Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, my name is Sarah, and welcome back to Talking Fast. And I am Manager Jacob. And we're going to dive right into it. Uh, I want to know what you're drinking right what? now. What? I'm drinking, Sarah. You know, t- most of the time I'm going with water these days, but I'm feeling a little tired. Didn't have a great sleep last night. I have, I've got an evening coffee on the go. And are you like a decaf evening coffee person, or will you drink like fully caffeinated coffee? No, I am like straight p.m. buzzing right now. It's not good. I get the jitters, so like we'll see how this episode goes, but uh, yeah, not, I, I can't do decaf. I can't drink. I don't either, and I can't drink a coffee past 4 p.m. or else I'm up all night. How many so. coffees do you have a day? Two. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. And what time do you have the first one? 9 a.m. <laughs> Okay, that's not bad. And then you're not like a around. six a.m. coffee immediately no. upon. No, 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 no. You're also probably you're not a six a.m. wake. I'm up. not six. I was like, <laughs> when have I ever been up at six a.m.? What are Sarah? What are you drinking? Okay, well, I am going to be drinking this wow. bottle of Vove. Isn't this so fancy? This is my first time anyone's ever given me a bottle of Vove champagne. That's fancy. Yeah. Why do you have a bottle of, of champagne? Because our two you? lovely guests. So, so I'm not changing my outfit. So we're not going to lie to the viewers and listeners. I. We were filming two episodes back to back today uh, with Julia and Naomi, and they brought me champagne to celebrate the podcast. Isn't that so sweet? That is sweet. I'm like holding it like a child. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, I've never had a bottle of love given to me before, so this is what I'm going to be drinking. Thank you to them. They're the best ever. It's a classy start to the to the year. I really wanted to like pop it, but obviously there's a lot of technology around us, and I don't think soda would be too happy. Are you if we good did at popping that. or no? Yeah, I am actually. I get real nervous. I've had some, I've had some out. incidents, yeah. Incidents. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're not allowed to touch this bottle. Keep it away. <laughs> okay, Sarah, also, what, what are we watching this week? Okay, so I've been watching The Crown. Oh, okay. Nolan and I started watching it last year, but this is the issue. I didn't watch the early seasons. 
You just skipped ahead. Yeah, because I just wanted to watch Princess Diana. It's history. You know what happens. Yeah, exactly. It's like not changing. So I only started at, I guess this is season five. We only started at season four. So how, how soon, how like late into? I'm halfway through the new season and it's all about like the divorce and all, it's real good stuff. Oh, wow. It's okay. real good stuff. So that's what I'm watching right now. What I've heard some you? dirt on Charles though. Like they don't like the Charles. He's not a good eye. He's not well, like he's good Well, he's too kid. hot. That's, yeah, that's what I've heard. He's like, I literally was like bringing up no photos. Offense, no offense, Char- King Charles now. But like God save the king. But like, man, I was bringing up these photos. and I was like, no, sir. Like, you're making me like this man. And he's like attractive. <laughs> like, it's not it's not even close. It's not going to work. It's not even close. They always get the voice down. But the actors are always too attractive to play Charles. And that's like my biggest gripe with the show. But yeah. other than that, the rest of it seems pretty historically accurate. OK. What about uh, you? What I'm are you watching? Well, I might check it out after what I'm watching right now. I've got deep into golden retriever tiktok that's like the tiktok that i'm on right now interesting i don't know if you've seen i can't even remember the dog's name but like um essentially it it sits in bed with its owner this guy and whenever they wake up in the morning they just want to cuddle right i i relate to that with my dog Mm -hmm. so this golden retriever just sits beside the guy and he just flops back throws itself back are you about to like go and get a golden retriever no, I mean, it's it's the kind of dog that I always wanted growing yeah. up, but then, you know, a little bit too much hair. You didn't have a golden around. retriever growing up. I had My a golden did. lab. I had a golden lab. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like people were either you, lab people or retriever people growing up. You had up. a retriever? Yes, his name was Ginger. His name was Ginger Snap. Ginger Snap. <laughs> you know, like sometimes dog breeders make you like name dogs, like all the same thing. So yeah. the breeder named everything cookies, and we were the last one to get the dog. So we named him Ginger because he was like golden. I don't know. So everyone thought he was a girl. He was very flamboyant. He used to shake his butt when he walked. So I don't know. Like, finally, what are we listening to? Ooh. Okay. This one's a little bit of a, this is outside of what I would typically be listening to. I drank the Peloton Kool-Aid in the mm-hmm. pandemic, got a Peloton and I, you know, I use it quite often. I never liked country music until <gasps> I started riding Peloton rides. And I'm not kidding. It's the best workout music. Kidding. That is my go-to right now. And I'm not talking like, I'm not, I don't know too much about country music. So I don't want to get like flamed in the comments or anything like that. So it's probably like new country. It's like country pop. Yeah, yeah. I probably couldn't even name too many names. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I listen to though. It's like country pop. Okay. So who, I, who are the people? Who are I mean, people? Like, well, that goes off of what I'm listening to right now is a lot you of Kelsey look. Bellarini because she's a country oh, pop artist and she's okay. coming to Toronto at the beginning of March. So I'm just like Ooh. listening to her new album, getting ready for Did it. Do you consider Maren Morris country? Country, yes. Yeah. Yes, she is. Big, I don't know. I'm a, where's the line? You know, I'm a, I'm a big Marin Morris fan though. He, she came last summer. She, I saw her at Stagecoach. She was amazing. Did you? Wow. Are we going to do Stagecoach 2023? Stagecoach is going to have us do a live podcast. We'll be good. I'm not quite sure how much that demographic will cross over into who watches this, but I mean, hey, maybe. It's a good excuse to get some cowboy boots for me at the very least. So on the other side of this, we're going to have our guests. So stay tuned. From a YouTube video titled How to Get the Best Concert Tickets posted in October 2014 to Walking the Juno's Red Carpet in June 2022, this content creator's journey has been the long game. Whether you watch her for copying what Ariana Grande eats in a day, her relatable skits or vlogs, Naomi Laneige is the virtual friend every girl needs. Surpassing 500,000 TikTok followers, she's one of Canada's top TikTok creators, bringing relatability and joy to our screens day after day. I've been lucky enough to call this internet friend a real friend for well over a year now. So welcome to Talking 
fast. Naomi! Hey everyone! I'm glad to be here. Thanks so much for boosting my ego today. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. So I like butter you up and then I get into like the interrogation part that we're gonna dive deep into. But first of all, how are you? I'm good. How are you? This is like the longest we've gone without seeing each other in a very long time. Yeah. It's been like a month. It's been a whole year. What are you talking yeah, about? I haven't seen you since last year. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to make that joke. All right. We don't say Happy New Year anymore. We don't do any of that. It's now well into 2023. Uh, did you get some much needed time off though while over the break? Yes. And it was like unintentionally my phone broke. So I was like forced to not be on it. Okay. But it was actually the nicest. Okay. So tell us how your phone broke. Uh, water damage. I dropped it in the ocean. I was swimming actually to a floating bar in the middle of the ocean. Were you like well, holding it above yourself? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. How did you deal with that? Um, well, I was just phoneless for a week and then I got back and then everyone, Apple Care is worth it because they gave me a brand new phone for like $40. Oh, amazing. An iPhone 12 Pro. Yeah. So I should make there. a note of that because I don't think I've ever got Apple Care. Yeah. Ever. This is my first time getting it. I'm like, okay, worth it. Oh, worth it. <laughs> so note to self, if you drop your phone in the ocean, you can get a new phone. Easy. Was it nice? The time off without the phone? Yeah, it, it actually was. And I was on a cruise, so it's like that I think made a difference. So okay. if I was at home, I think I would die. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of alluded to it in the intro there, but you've been a longtime creator. And I think most people would know you from TikTok, mm -hmm. but you were like a YouTuber long before that. And you were even part of the Much Creator program. So I guess my first question for you is what has always inspired you to want to make content? And I guess when you started making YouTube videos, like what was the kick to start doing that? Yeah. Um, well, I studied media studies and journalism in university. So mm -hmm. I was kind of always on that career path of media or something along the lines of that. And then my dream job was to live the devil wears Prada life. So I really want to work in the magazine industry and hopefully have a better boss than, <laughs> than in that movie. But um, eventually I got sick of writing because my first job when I graduated school was a copywriter at Urban Planet. So I had to make $5 tank tops sound really cool online mm. for eight hours a day, which I was like, no way. yeah. I did that as well. Freelance copy, well, okay. it's freelance copywriting, but product descriptions are no joke. Yeah. And for eight hours a day, like five days a week, brutal. But um, because of that, I discovered YouTube and started to, I had a blog during that time. So I started to instead do, instead of blog posts, I did YouTube videos and then found that growing an audience on there was way faster and just that I genuinely enjoyed it, so. I love that. Yeah. But then, so to make the pivot though from YouTube to then TikTok, what was the inspiration for like, posting that first video because I think I mean also as a creator we all have that moment where it's like we remember we all kind of heard about the app and then mm -hmm. you what made you decide to finally start posting on TikTok and when was that yeah um so at that point I had been pursuing this dream job of being a full-time YouTuber for four or five years oh wow yeah so I was working a part-time job at my university um like literally 24 hours a week making like nothing but I was like I know I'm meant to be like a creator so I kept um pursuing pursuing it and then one of my co-workers on my on our way to work was like hey have you heard of this app like TikTok my niece is on it you should try it out and so I downloaded the app I posted my first video it was me making fun of clothes at Forever 21 and it got like 600,000 views in 24 hours and I was like what is this app like this reach is insane like literally your first video um I think it was like my third but still like in the Big first start. like 10 that's crazy yeah and so this was December 2019 and okay. then I made a new year's resolution in January to post every single day and that's kind of where it took off yeah and then did you pull a lot of your inspo from your early TikTok content from YouTube because you had already been doing that style of content for so long um no I was actually kind of um more so just trying TikTok trends so like mm, I was doing okay. like the cheesy 
the cheesy lip syncing. Yeah. I did, did you that. do the dances? No, I did not dance. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's pull it up. No, <laughs> roll the tape. That is where I drew the line. Um, but yeah, I did like the lip syncs. I did like the transitions and all of that stuff. So but... there's a couple like old school transitions on my page if you scroll far <laughs> yeah. enough. Are they down all? To... Both of you are they still up there? Absolutely. Do you hide anything? No, I've never hidden anything. I've definitely hidden stuff. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I had to hide was when I first started vlogging in like February of 2020, and I had like no followers. There was like a vlog where you could see my apartment unit number in it. And at the time, I didn't even really think about it because I was like, oh, well, like I'm not anyone. And my sister yelled and we've got a yelling match over. She, you have to take that down, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, in hindsight, I understand that that's like important that I didn't have that on. But like at the time, I wasn't getting views or anything. So I didn't even think about it. Probably smart, but yeah. Probably smart, but good call. So you started posting daily then. And then how did that go? Because that's not an easy transition, I imagine, from YouTube, which is, you know, more longer form Mm -hmm. content to then doing short form, but maybe more consistent? Yeah, no, I actually enjoyed it way more. Like at that point I was very much like over YouTube, if that makes sense. Like I was doing mm-hmm. di- DIYs and I was like, I could just buy this, why am I making this? Like yeah. it was not enjoyable. Whereas TikTok just seemed more fun and it was more organic, I think I'd say. Um, and then yeah, the video that took off was a vlog actually. It was like January 31st. It was like a vlog of me getting my nails done. And the reason why it did so well is because half of the comments were fighting and um, saying that my nails look like vagina. So. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what the nail design that I got. <laughs> what did you, what, wait, what did you yeah, ask you for? What did you ask for? Um, it was just like supposed to look like a cool, I don't know, like abstract, like art. swirly and stuff. So yeah. They made a choice. Did you think it looked? <laughs> no, like- not until the comments. So that's when I. <laughs> but then you can't unsee it. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what controversy breeds? engagement it got me and all million engagement views. matters exactly <laughs> yeah. thank you vagina nails for the six million views that's probably like maybe on the other side of tiktok community building but like is that something to transition into the maybe more <laughs> i was like i can't wait to hear how jacob tries to we're, no, like, we're, we're teeter-tottering here because that's like you know the viral stuff is is probably not the people that are going to stick around mm-hmm. and they're more interested in like what the nails look like than maybe what you're doing on a daily basis but one thing that we talk about a lot is just like how good com- our community building can be on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Is that what you found in the early days as well? Or Yeah, and I think that's something that over the last year and a bit that I've been focusing on more. Like I think in the beginning, everyone was chasing after vir- virality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, community building on TikTok is insane. And I also think it's because like at first, the virality of TikTok is what was so appealing to people. It was a platform where you could grow really quickly mm-hmm. and everyone got really addicted and hungry for those views but then obviously it's an app and we're depending on an algorithm and that's why I really wanted to talk to you about today because we've both felt it we've both gone through it there's um when you're at the mercy of an algorithm where people are used to your content being fed to them that's what their routine becomes they're not used to like going to the following page or looking up your name the same way YouTube I would look up YouTubers that I want to follow so how have you started to adapt when I mean, because it did change. Like you used to get, you could post a vid vlog and get like hundreds of thousands of views or millions of views on like a regular video. And then now there's so many more people posting and the algorithms changed a lot. How have you pivoted, I guess, in that time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And the struggle has been real. I feel like I'm still trying to adapt to it and also just not take it so personally that it's not me. It's like the algorithm and it's really out of my control. So my job and what I'm trying to focus on is just showing up every single day and just being my authentic self and putting out content that I love and enjoy. And then also not relying strictly on TikTok. So I'm posting on YouTube shorts and I'm posting on Instagram reels and stuff like so. And that's kind of what you have to do as a creator because like an algorithm can change overnight. I mean, 
we've seen things before where it's like TikTok could be getting banned or any of that. Like that, yeah. a platform could completely mm-hmm. disappear. And if that's where, if you have all your eggs in one basket, it doesn't work that way. How have you found the success of transferring? Like, because your content hasn't changed. Like, your mm-hmm. content is still like your amazing content. How's it transferred to other platforms? Has it been successful so far? Yeah, YouTube last year. So I had plateaued at 22K. That's when I, so I, I'd kind of like quit YouTube once I yep. switched over to TikTok in 2020. And then last year I'm like, oh, well, let me just start posting on shorts, see what happens. And I literally went from the 22K that I had plateaued at in 2020 um, to over 100K. I hit 100K <gasps> on December 30th. Yes. Did you get, you're going to get the plaque. Yeah, I ordered my plaque. It's coming <laughs> in. I'm so excited. Congrats, that's huge. With shorts, do you think With they're going to have to change the plaque system it's a tinier plaque <laughs> well, like, no it's just that like because like it's there's so many people now hitting it's like how tiktok had somebody there's so many people yeah. now hitting it i wonder if the plaque system i'm so excited you're getting the plaque yeah i it, know i'm like my 23 year old self is like wow and i never thought that i would ever get back on youtube honestly i was like team tiktok forever and now i'm like so are you only shorts on youtube now yeah okay, yeah, yeah pretty much i haven't posted any long form content so and it's like, are you reposting content or is it like you're now making original content for sure? Uh, reposting, yeah. And now I just want to get to a point where I'm like caught up so I can post like on the same day I post on TikTok, post that on YouTube as well. Because it's a completely different audience. Like most of my audience on YouTube Shorts is actually American or British. Mm. Whereas oh, on TikTok, it's completely like Canadian. That's so interesting. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. it's because you think about like who watches. Like I don't, I don't know anyone personally that watches YouTube Shorts as like their mm-hmm. way of getting content. Um, just the same way as I don't know anyone that watches like Reels necessarily. Like mm-hmm. people, I don't watch yeah. TikTok, but there's obviously audiences out there if you're getting those types of numbers, which is crazy. And, yeah. and how is the audience on YouTube Shorts say compared to TikTok? Because I know mm-hmm. that we, like we said, community building on TikTok yeah. has been huge. Obviously, I mean, friendships have been formed through TikTok. Um, is that something that happens on YouTube shorts? Is that, are they still like trying to figure that out or how does the audience work there? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think it is something that they're still trying to figure out. Like, for example, when I see comments, it's not like I recognize the same people commenting mm-hmm. all the time. Whereas okay. on TikTok, you, you do recognize people, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I have no idea like how they push it out or anything like that, but I'm just posting and seeing what And happens. the views are coming. So like, yeah. And, <laughs> and they pay, like I, I looked into my analytics and I made like $980 from my YouTube views last year. Oh, right. Because it's I'm they like, actually I made zero dollars from TikTok views. Yeah. Right? They have yeah. AdSense yeah. in Canada. So. Oh me God. like making notes being like oh yes okay <laughs> where is the creator fund yeah well there is still isn't one which is like a really so that's so interesting because it's like less about what's interesting is like you're like oh i was always like team tiktok but what's interesting is like it shows that it's less about the platform necessarily mm-hmm. and it's like the style of content because your content's not changing mm-hmm. right it's like the same style of content so that's what's really interesting that there's just the appetite for that style of content there's just apparently audiences that still haven't seen it mm-hmm. which is exciting maybe i gotta dive into youtube shorts to see if i can get like some more golden retriever content oh. <laughs> i was like are you about to become like what would that be called a youtube shorter like like <laughs> there's tiktokers there's youtubers do you think the youtubers will start seeing people that do shorts as like not the same as like youtube because well, it's like two platforms in one right yeah. i was gonna say that's kind of a question for you because you've been a youtuber mm-hmm. right and now you're primarily focusing on youtube shorts on that platform yeah. like it's completely different i imagine right oh yeah and even like so they youtube even has like a youtube shorts like team so like i have a partner manager but she only does youtube shorts like i got a pillow the other day that said youtube shorts so i don't even know how youtube's trying to market it 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 does seem like it's a completely different kind of app if that makes sense are the people nicer in the comments um 
No, I'd say people are still brutal no it's matter which platform you're on. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true. I was that's why I was like, are the are the people nicer? I was wondering how you balance that because I mean I struggle with it all the time. So like nor even algorithm stuff, but like people itself, like how do you allow that to not derail you <laughs> asking for a friend <laughs> um well i have this like little life hack where i have a folder on my iphone of like encouraging comments and messages that i've received um and so like every time i get one i screenshot it add it to that folder and then i just read through that and i'm like and it just it makes such a big difference I need to, and it so reminds smart. you yeah and it reminds you that it's like no people care about you and like yeah how often do you dive into that um you know, once a month, I'd say. Okay, good yeah. check in. Yeah. I, I even fall into the trap of like, there could be like 300 great comments, but there's one like, I wouldn't even say like, I don't even mind. If they call me like ugly or something, that's easy to like brush off. But it's like when they're annoying comments, when it's like so like you just don't get the point or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that then end up sticking with me. And I want to like, I really want to clap back. Okay. I've done it a couple of times. I want that, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> I've seen it happen a couple of times. I know. I know. Sometimes you just got to get that out there. Actually, one thing I wanted to ask both of you, though, because you both recently kind of unplugged either on purpose or <laughs> because it was dropped in the ocean. But like on the other side of it, you're not experiencing those comments on a daily basis. But like, did you feel a sense of urgency to want to go and check what people might be saying or... Was it just re- completely refreshing to have the break? Um, I think it helped that we were both like on vacation, right? Surrounded by like friends or family. Um, yeah. So I was just really living in the moment, which is yeah. I was. I had distractions. Thing. I think if I would like decided to unplug while I was like sitting in my mm-hmm. apartment downtown, like it would be so easy for me to go. Oh, I just need to go look <laughs> at it. Like I, I wouldn't be able to do that. It's yeah. the fact that I was like somewhere where it was going to actually cost me money to check my phone and I just didn't yeah. want to do that. Those rates are no joke. No, it used to literally be Rome Like Home used to be like $8. It's $16 yeah. a day. Yeah, Yeah, it's $16. I just saw this because I'm going down to Mexico next week and I was just like, $16. I think I'm going to be unplugging. <laughs> I, you know? Episode one, you said you're going to be working. So well, we've got well, it on Well, no, no, no. Tape. Unplugging from the, the data, I guess. So I was still going to yeah, be in the room yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, yeah, I found it. Yeah, same way. Because it was a vacation, it was easier. Um, but it's it is like a drug. Like I found once mm. I finally did because after about four days I did check, and then one of my videos had like kind of gone like popped off. It got like a million views, and it was a stupid one I had made when I was in London. And my sister was just posting my drafts for me. I'd given her a second phone. She was posting my drafts so I could like keep up with content still, and it like kind of popped off. And I like didn't get to experience it popping off, so I kind of like went down a rabbit hole. And I was really trying not to, but it's like it's like a drug. Once you start yeah. scrolling, you can't stop, yeah. and then you get like that like dopamine hit again and you get addicted to it so it was good but once I started scrolling I dove back in again unfortunately for me if I get like 50 likes and maybe two <laughs> comments I'm, I'm on a high for like four days do you guys know I just need to put this piece of PSA out there Jacob's a donut influencer if you want to follow him a donut oh, influencer this is, please if you if you're a fan of Boston creams follow me on Instagram because so specific even niche in the donut industry 100% wow. you gotta find your niche you gotta find your audience and, and the BC the BC crew is, is I always say like I was shocked when Tim Hortons reached out to wanting to work with me that he didn't just take it. like that's when I knew Jacob was a real one because he didn't take advantage of the opportunity I thought about like, it I thought about it to be like by the way like I don't know if this is a fit for Sarah but I actually talking about donuts 
on my do you have another story. client that might you know be a fit <laughs> if uh, you're looking to promote some donuts but it wasn't donuts so if it was donuts maybe i would have slid in there but it was something else it was something else um i do want to ask you and obviously like, i know the answer because like we became friends from being internet friends into real friends but i guess for like other people because there's always this like weird like stigma around like people that you meet on the internet and then like meeting them in real life i think that's been a thing forever um what like advice would you give for someone that's like trying to i guess like make friends or has friends that are internet friends that like they want them to become real friends yeah no <laughs> i'm like does that make sense does, yeah. i said friends so many times that i'm like the theme song's gonna start playing <laughs> in the back of my head um yeah it might it might seem like the most obvious answer but like reach out someone has to reach out and i think that's what happened with us like yeah. we were internet friends for so long and then it was like one of my videos talking about how, how lonely i am that like prompted you to actually like reach out and be like hey we should actually hang out well because it's like that makes it sound like I only want to hang out with you. <laughs> like, no, but that's not why. But it's sometimes it's just like most of the time I found both people want to hang out, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to be the one that like shows their cards first a little bit and be like. That's the case, I think, in any friendship a lot of the time. Yeah, you know 100%. I mean? like, someone so, has to be the one to make the call. And so I reached out. And like the key was that we made plans right away. Mm-hmm. It can't like I hate, I hate going to these events, meeting all these people and everyone goes, we should totally hang out sometime. And I go, okay. Never hear, radio silence. <laughs> radio silence. And I go, okay, well, it's whatever. I'm never hanging out with you. Like, I remember, like, with you and with, like, even, like, Julian, with other people, it's, like, once you, once you, like, connect, it's, like, no, you got to make plans, like, right away. Like, within mm-hmm. a few days after, if you're, like, being legit about it. And we had plans, like, literally two days after. Yeah. And we went and hung out for, like, three hours. And then say, what did you do? We went to the, the sh- patio. The ship? Yeah. The slip? The, the slip. slip. Yeah. That's a good spot. It was good. It was, it was a beautiful sunny day, unlike the depressing weather we now have. Beautiful waterfront bar. Yeah. But our friendship was solidified with um, a Christmas bar crawl. Yeah. Oh, I think I knew. And a big hot a tub bit. drink. Yes. A hot tub drink. <laughs> that you shared. Yes. Yes. It was like a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Like, we were, like, slurping it. Like, a couple of I was straws? about to say, like, Romeo and Juliet. No, like, Lady and the Tramp. Like, slurping. Yeah, <laughs> like the straws. That's not leading the tramp, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But that's like what solidified it. And then, then well, I think it's like once you go Christmas bar hopping and they like pat you down to make sure you don't Once you feel... share a bathtub drink, there's really <laughs> no about, going back. I thought back. you were going to stop at bathtub. I go, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about there. But I want to know because, I mean, obviously we went on a trip to Nashville together with a bunch of other creators. Um, what was that like for you, like organizing it and then like bringing all those people from like your different creator friends together? Because there were people, like, everyone was connected to you, but most of us didn't know This each was other. your birthday. Mm-hmm. Her yeah. 30th yeah. birthday. I know, I feel like I really deal. took a risk because also I never traveled with anyone. Oh, you had never traveled with any of us Not before. really. I mean, I lived with Carly and kind of Kaylee, but other than that, no, yeah. But like, how were you nervous at all or did you not even think about it? Um, no, like I think I think it really lined up exactly how I, I wanted it to be. Like everyone was just, I feel like I have a good judge, like I have, I can judge people well. So I'm like, if mm-hmm. they're cool, then I think they'll all get along with each other. I also usually think it's a rule of thumb. It's like if we're friends, like we're friends with the same person, hypothetically, the, like you mm-hmm. should all it would all make sense yeah like you could all be fr- like if we're all friends with Naomi that means we all have at least one thing in common right you so all then spent we the all... entire weekend talking about her pretty much <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it's a good excuse for birth how many of you were there six 
girls? Six. Okay. Yeah, six, six girls. girls. And yeah. the fact that we were all creators, I think, like, that. one of my favorite moments was, like, the last day when we were, like, packing to leave and we were just having, like, a big group discussion about this crazy industry that we all found ourselves in. Like, that really bonded us, I think. Yeah, that extra day. Yeah, because we had, like, been so go, go, go the entire trip. Mm-hmm. Like, Jacob, like, three days in was like, this is a marathon. Like, when we were getting those guitars of shots and I was, like, I there's a moment where I'm sitting there, like, how many days have we been doing this for? Do you guys, do you, do you exclusively have drinks in like strange shaped uh, yeah, devices? Yeah, well, there was that. No, well, I mean, like, there's just guitar shots, and it was like, okay, well, we have to. We're like, it's your birthday, we have to. That's the excuse for everything. Oh yeah, we did I the remember, big mason jar. I remember too. texting you, yeah. just be like, just please get home safe. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we have a podcast to launch nine months later. Please do it. <laughs> But yeah, it was, uh, I, I agree with you. Having the actual real creator chat was like, that's what bonded us all, I think. Because mm-hmm. it was just a Monday. We we're all just packing. We decided not to do anything. We we're all just talking about the similarities. And- well, yeah, forget having just like a mutual friend in common. That's, you both kind of occupy a world that's like not your typical job. Do you know what I mean? So like to have, Correct. I would imagine, to all be in the same place, to be able to just kind of get each other mm-hmm. on what your maybe daily life is like. Yeah. Well, Not that it's like wildly different from like everyone else, but just to have like a ton of touch points with someone. Well, and also like I was thinking about this on the way here, actually, it's like you don't have coworkers when you're if you're a full time content creator. Right. So like I was thinking about him like, oh, my God, like like I think of our group chat with like you, me and Julia, like it's almost like we're your colleagues in this yeah. space. Right. For lack of like, it's it's like having work friends it's like that same mentality a little bit but you have to go and make it yourself because you're not like in a common space Mm -hmm. whereas like I have like at my day job I obviously have friends there because I see them every single day we work together there's it's kind of like contrived that way but you have to kind of make your own like circles and colleagues and stuff I do want to end this part of our conversation because we're still going to do our mailbag on the other side with you and get some advice for from you for people but I want to know what's something you're excited about right now it doesn't have to be about content or TikTok or anything but what's something you're excited about right now Ooh, um I'd say the possibilities of 2023 like it's just another year where it's very unpredictable and open but um yeah usually I think that would scare me like not knowing what's in the future but I'm actually kind of excited and I'm like who knows what adventures will will pop up this year you know I am going to start the um, anti-Naomi moving to Los Angeles campaign now. It is on video. Um, she's trying to leave me. So I'm just going to put that out there. And that's we're starting now. That's my my 2023 goal is that you don't leave. I'm yeah. kidding. The weather's not on your side. The I, 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 oh, I know. Do you know what? I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, oh, God, she's probably packing her bags right now. It's like it's more step by step. I love that, though. There's like, do you like set a goals list for the year? Or are you somebody that just like goes with the flow yeah usually I do um usually I do like a big like reflection on like last year and then but I haven't had the chance to do that this year so I think this year is just like go with the flow but I'm heavily motivated by trips which is why I messaged you guys that you and Julian was like we need to book New York we're going to New York I know I literally I'm <laughs> the I, fact that I didn't have a flight booked this year was actually giving me anxiety <laughs> such a privileged thing to say I know but no but it's, I prioritize. No, I'm the exact same way I was like when when I got back from Cuba I was like once I don't have another trip I go, what's, what do I do in between trips? I just think about my next trip. That's mm-hmm. all I do. And that's all I want to do. I plan a month. That was my goal for 2022. And I'm like, I was almost there. So we're starting off strong. We'll have to do a full like New York debauchery pod after. You're going soon. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go in March. March. Okay. In well, March. we'll have to do a, a recap then. Just bring the microphones there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, start interviewing people on the street. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. No, I would not thrive in that environment. <laughs> Thank you.
So I had a realization on my way here that I missed a big opportunity calling this segment the mailbag. Um, as you can see, the entire theme of this podcast is kind of centered around talking, phones, that's kind of the whole vibe. And I don't know why I didn't call it like leave a voicemail mm. or the voicemails. So we're going to try that out instead today. Does that make sense? I think just voicemail. Maybe. Just voicemail? Yeah. yeah, voicemail. I like that. I like that I just had like a little creative a little discussion creative with you. Perfect. <laughs> Great. So this is now the voicemail segment where we're going to go through questions, any advice people have, and we're going to attempt to answer them. We ask questions specifically for Naomi. So we have a few for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it. Because like people's lives depend on these questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so the first one's from Jessica, and she wanted to know, how do you deal with creative burnout? Oh, great question, Jessica. Um, how do I deal with creative burnout? I think I'm learning to just be okay with it, if that makes sense, like to take a break from TikTok, especially just the cycle that we're in where it's like, you need to post every single day or become irrelevant. Um, and then I'm really trying to, one of my goals this year is to like find other creative outlets. So because my passion is my job, I think that's where I've, um, had a hard t time like balancing it if that makes sense last mm -hmm. year so like I wrote down some ideas like calligraphy or just like random stuff I've never done before pottery I don't know so no it's so good to go. have like to like literally have a hobby yeah exactly because my hobby became my job and then I'm like and my job is my life and it's just like this weird like I'm like I don't have any boundaries in anything so I saw yeah. this like I saw a TikTok that was talking about too about how your hobbies you don't have to be good at them either so it's, it's almost like, better if you're bad at them because then it's just like entertaining mm. like I know a girl that just does pottery she's not good at it but she just does it because it's fun for her yeah so that's so good I love that yeah so to answer her question I guess more concisely I'd say like take a break and try a different outlet yeah. And then you can get back to what you were doing before. Yeah, I vouch that. It's kind of taking a step back. Mm -hmm. Then you have like fresh eyes. And like you kind of alluded to as well, not trying to turn every creative pursuit into a business. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. That's true. I think everyone thinks every time they like post a, a video on the internet now, it's like maybe deep down within them thinking it's with the mentality that it become a job one day. Yeah. And like yeah. that's that can be a toxic cycle. For sure. Question number two that we have here from voicemail is how do you stay motivated to keep doing uh, what you love when obstacles are getting in your way? You didn't get the internship that you hoped for mm. um, or videos aren't performing uh, based on the amount of effort that you put in. That's two examples. Mm -hmm. That's also a great question. Um, yeah, I feel like because I've been pursuing this like dream job and career for like five six years like I know what it's like to persevere and keep going and even when I think about it I'm like why did why did I continue like I should have given up I should have gotten an office job um anyone on the outside looking in could see that right but I think it's like once you know like in your heart and that you're like meant to do something and you're just so passionate like I think that's what should keep you going right it's like I don't see myself in an office I don't see myself working that nine to five so then like you have to work towards it and then also all those I don't know if you've seen them but they're like inspirational like little images that go online like Oprah didn't make it until she was 40 yeah, something yeah. and JK Rowling didn't make it so like that also keeps me going where it's like there is no age limit to success if that makes sense you're a great example of it even because like you did YouTube and you're just like a creative person who craved that creativity and then you went to TikTok and now you're like back on YouTube it's just like you're following like the creative and the passion which is like it comes through in your content too and that's why it's so exciting to follow your career and to be your friend <laughs> and also knowing that like that doors when they close, like in the future, you'll see like why they close and it makes sense. If that, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like every, there's like cheesy sayings about like, 
every close every window they every door that closes there's an open window yep that's yeah. it something like that thank you yes. that's what i was looking for so if you didn't get that internship like i know how devastating it is but in the yes. future you will look back and be like ah i see why because i got rejected from my dream high school and university and now i'm like thank goodness i did you know you had to apply to a high school yeah. i was gonna say i'm that. sorry it was an art school oh. i wanted to be in the drama program yeah I'm from like a small town where yeah. we did not have an art school. I watched High School Musical. That was it. Yeah, I like, was like, wait, what? What I is know. this production value? <laughs> but now, and then now look at you. Yeah, you didn't exactly. need the art school. Yeah. Want to tell them all. I'm kidding. This is not a slander pod. Um, how do you stay in contact with friends when you are starting to get busy? And I also mm. want to follow this up with an own personal question of how do you then balance when you have friends from like different parts of your life or different parts of like your old work life, this life, like your content creator life? Mm -hmm. um, you know, as someone who just finished their 20s, I think that's what you go through, like, or like that's what you recognize, like in your 20s, how there's such different seasons of friendship, right? Like when you're in college and university, you see the same people. And I still am in contact with them, but it does take more time and effort. Um, and that's the thing. I think like someone needs to be like the ringleader in your group and someone needs to be like, we're hanging out today at this place. Um, and so if there's no one in your group, like I think you need to step up and be that person, right? If Are you, you that person? No, definitely not. <laughs> Sadly not. Um, and then in terms of like, um, yeah, other friends, I think also recognizing, for example, I'm not someone who can schedule things like my my friend um, Katie moved to BC, and so she's a bad texter, and I'm a bad texter. So that was a not a great uh, year last year. But what we'll do now is just spontaneously call each other and Facetime each other because we recognize that if we're like, oh, let, let's call, let's call on Thursday at seven p.m. and no one calls. Or there's going to be like something comes up and you move it and you move it. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you might as well call and see if in that moment they're free. And if it is, and it's like, oh, we were meant to talk. Exactly. Well, that's kind of nicer yes. anyway. Yeah, like it's like a, a fun little surprise. Call, as long as you can call, like take the call. I started doing. <laughs> the same thing with like my friends that don't live here anymore because it's yeah the scheduling it it almost stresses you out more because mm -hmm. you're like I need to like block off time and do this and then you never want to feel like an obligation either yeah when bouncing can be hard I, my goal for this year is to plan less things so I'm sorry <laughs> I'm, you know, I don't so know what that means for yeah I was gonna say are you the glue you're the glue the for, ringleader of for your lack of a better term I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that makes me uncomfortable but yes my <laughs> I'm trying to plan less well, that's all of our questions. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for First of all, me. okay, so this is just another plug that you can watch the video version of this on YouTube because I'm about to bring out something that Naomi and Julia brought me. Drum ASMR. Things. ASMR opening. So now I have to describe it for the people that are not watching. They brought me a cake. It's Look a beautiful at, cake, too. And it's too. green and it's got flowers. I've never had a cake with flowers and it says, congrats on talking fast. Isn't this so nice? I don't have cutlery to eat it right now, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's a good looking cake. It is a good looking cake. And it's not it's melting under DIY, these lights. Actually. Is, is it really? The flowers at least. Shut yeah. Up. You'll see you, I Are they real flowers? TikTok vlog, huh? Are they real? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. But they were sanitized and cleaned, don't worry. Well, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> you put the flowers on here? Yeah. I'm way more impressed. Everyone now. go watch Naomi's video where she does too much effort and hand picks flowers and puts them on a cake for me. Oh God, I'm oh, so I didn't very... pick them. I'm not it's it's winter time. Yeah. <laughs> She's been growing these for months, uh... knowing that it's coming. No, seriously, thank you so much. And thank you for being on the pod. Take a look at the camera. I'm stealing this from Hot Ones. Take a look at the camera, talk in the microphone, tell people where they can find you.
Your camera's over. Okay, this one is Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, YouTube Shorts, or Instagram at Naomi Lanash. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening or watching Talking Fast. As I say every week, make sure you give us all the thumbs up, the five stars, whatever the good things are on the platform in which you are consuming this. Give us that. We want the validation and we want to know that you're enjoying this so far. Thanks and we will see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.